0: Hey fam, welcome back to Finding a Better Way. I'm your host, Holly. I have an awesome episode lined up for you today. We're going to be talking about distance, distancing yourself, and kind of what that looks like from both ends of the spectrum that we're going to talk about. I also touched base with Priscilla, who I mentioned on my podcast, not last week because I was a bum and didn't roll out an episode, but the week before. And she is willing and ready, y'all. And not only that, but she already has something super awesome that she's wanting to talk about. I know you guys are going to love her. She's a small business owner. She's a friend. She is phenomenal. And I cannot wait to get her on here. Unfortunately, you're stuck with just me today. But thank you for being here, guys. And thank you for tuning in. If you're not already, please follow the podcast. Please subscribe. Please like, share, tag your friends. Screenshot the podcast. Put it on social media, tag me in it, and it just means the world to me, guys. We are getting closer and closer to my goal that I have for this year. It is, I feel like, a pretty um, laid-back goal. It's one of those goals that you know is obtainable. Uh, You just got to put in a little bit of work, so... That's not like one of those big, big goals. I have a girlfriend that does powerlifting and she always sets like super seriously high goals for herself and I'm inspired by that. I hope that one day I can be that, fearless and be like, this is my goal. And even as scary as it sounds, be willing to commit myself to trying to make it happen. But anyways, before we get off on a tangent, like I said, today we're going to be talking about distancing. And I know how I want it to start, but you guys know that typically God puts something on my heart that is unrelated to everything that I've been talking about. And it's always like a fun little twist at the end. But as someone who is pretty positive, I could be diagnosed with ADHD and I'm all over the place anyways always kind of works out and we find a way to incorporate it back in. So this morning, I just want to say if you're in that weird season of life, if you feel like you need to distance yourself or maybe you don't even realize that you need to do some distancing, I'm hoping that this episode helps you with that, helps you to navigate that. And like I've already said, I hope it helps to give you a little bit of insight on what that's going to look like no matter what part you play in this. So when we talk about distancing, I want you to think about Anything that might come to the top of your head. Also, I'm struggling really bad with, like, allergies or something right now. So I'm so sorry, but I'm going to be sniffly, and I'm not cutting this out. So it just is what it is that grosses you out. There was your trigger warning, and I'm sorry. That's This is all I got. Um, But I do want you to think about what that means for you. Do you have anyone that pops in your head and you think, I should really distance myself from them? Typically, we know those people that we need. To kind of push outside of our box, Um, it's always good to be accepting, right? And not just shove everybody on the outside of your box. However, I feel like there's people in our lives that we know don't mean us well. I feel like there's people in our life that we know we can't stop comparing ourselves to. There's that friend that's always making that dig at you. Those friends that can never be happy for you, guys those are the people that we have to distance ourselves from and i feel like it's a part of the growing process so i'm in that season right now where that's what i'm i'm doing right i am having to distance myself from people that do not help me in my walk in my growth plan in the way that i'm going i'm trying to head up into this like upwards trajectory of better being a better person I just a better human and uh, putting more good out into the world and not getting so caught up in the things that I know make me not my best self like gossip and things like that so and listen, I'm human I still gossip it is what it is and I'm especially good on gossip with my husband I feel like that doesn't count am I right I mean I feel like if you're gossiping with your husband and it's staying under your roof it doesn't count I don't know. Someone let me know if that's wrong. And if it is, me and Nick will work on it. Um, But that's one of our favorite things to do. (laughs) Is that terrible? (laughs) I will talk to that man about anything. But listen, I have been the one that people have had to distance themselves from. Okay? And now I'm in this stage where I can admit that. And it is an unfortunate truth that there are so many people that got to experience me or had to experience me at my worst, they had to experience an unhealed holly. Now, one thing me and Priscilla, Priscilla were talking about is I don't, we don't really think there's a healed version. I don't necessarily think that you are ever going to be able to say, I'm completely healed until you go off like and leave this earth. I don't think that you'll ever be able to say that because we are. We are flesh, we are human, and we are going to be consistently growing and changing and evolving. And if we're not, then we're not doing something right, or we definitely don't have the right mindset. So I've talked about this before, but you know, years ago, I was saying, even just up to two years ago, I was saying that I was on this growth journey and I was trying to heal. But the thing is, is I had took in so much of what the world said that healing looked like. And I was just taking bits and pieces of that healing process that I seen other people go through that I wanted for myself. So I didn't want to have to go through the hurt of cutting people off that I wasn't ready to cut off. I didn't want to go through the hurt of distancing myself from these people that I felt like I needed to have friendships and relationships with. I did not want to have to do that. So I skipped parts of the healing process and thought that that was going to make me a healed person. I was chasing healed. I wasn't even chasing healing and I hope that that makes sense and honestly I'm hoping that's something that Priscilla can really touch on y'all. Her way with words is absolutely beautiful so hopefully we can revisit this conversation specifically uh, in what we plan to talk about hopefully next week. So anyways I was chasing healed and I didn't realize that first of all being completely healed from everything, I don't think is obtainable. Now, don't let that make you feel like, well, what's the point? I'm just saying there is always going to be growing to do. There are always going to be things that we could be doing better. And we don't know that a lot of times until we really do some soul searching, or we really do some talking to God, or we really start putting these people in our circle who are headed down that same path, who are trying to do better and to be better. But guys, in the meantime, listen, God is going to put those people in your life. But in the meantime, we have to distance ourselves from the people that are causing us pain, that are causing us hurt, that are causing us to backslide. If you've got someone in your life that causes you to be anxious every time you're around them. If you've got someone in your life that every time you have a conversation with them, you walk away feeling defeated. Guys, you've got to distance yourself. You, What you're doing right now by keeping those people around that you know are not good for your mental health, that you know is not good for your well-being, all you are doing is people-pleasing. And we said we were going to leave that in 2021 and then 2022 and 2023. And here we are, and we're still dealing with it, and it's still on the bucket list. Stop people-pleasing. But we don't even realize sometimes some of the people-pleasing that we're doing. Because it's such a broad statement that people just say, you know, I'm a people-pleaser. I'm a... We don't even think about what it actually looks like for us, you know, as individuals. Like, these people... It could be your mother. It could be your sister. It could be your in-laws. I don't I don't know who this is. It could be your best friend, quote, quote, air quote. It could be the friend that you've had since you were 10, and you're like, I can't just throw this away. Listen, my friend, I'm going to tell you as an outsider, okay, as an outsider that has been every, in every scenario, I've played a different part in it. I've been the good guy. I've been the bad guy. I've been the one that was wrapped up in their own. You are going to have to make those boundaries for yourself. You're going to have to say, I am worth more than what I have to do to keep this relationship alive. If you're leaving somewhere and you're coming home and you are feeling icky about something or upset or down about yourself or less than, then these are people that you need to be distancing yourself from. And I honestly feel like you cannot get to that healing phase that you're headed to. And you're going to stay stagnant in your journey if you're not trusting your gut and listening to your heart. Back to what I was saying about it being unfortunate that I was that unhealed person for so many people listen, the way that I keep from being super depressed about that is to think that maybe I was a lesson for someone. And I know that's a really weird way to look at it. But seriously, that's what I have to think about. Because I look at all the lessons that I've learned. So one thing I'm not going to do is hold a grudge. Because I feel like everything happens for a reason. And in the moment, yes, I'm like, why did this person do this to me? How How were they able to do this with no remorse? But it caused me to step into a new stage. It caused me to be able to have a different perspective. So am I happy with all of the things that I've been through and all of the people that have hurt me? No, definitely not. That's not what I'm saying. But we have to look at these seasons for reasons. I say that all the time. I know that, but there are reasons for the seasons that we go through. So I'm absolutely not perfect. And I I know that for certain, but what I do know and what you need to know is that you are better than the girl you was yesterday. For those of you who know me personally, you may be thinking, I know you probably have a grudge with some people. Listen, I know I get it, but here's the thing. I don't because what this brings us to is the most important people I feel like you have to distance yourself from, right? From those who cannot see past that unhealed version of you. The ones that are so caught up in who you used to be, they can't see you for who you are and who you've become. Now, this can cause resentment, I feel like, in your healing journey, okay? And here, here's the reason. It's because you have worked so hard to be a better person and to heal from who you used to be you're in this season where you're looking back and you're like man that girl was hurting okay but what that does is it allows you to also see that other people are unhealed once you're in that season of healing you see that other people that treated you the way that they did that done the things that they done they were doing that out of some area that was unhealed in themselves they are it could be childhood trauma it could be the mental health battles that they're dealing with depression anxiety just everything together right that's this combative situation in their brain they're fighting who they used to be and who they are now and then they're Having to see you grow. They're having to see growth in someone else. And that can be really hard because I've also been in that season where I thought I was healing. And then I seen someone over here that was actually going through the steps and doing the things that they needed to do. And I resented them for that. I was so mad because I was like, how can you do the things that you've done? but you're succeeding and you're doing better and people are seeing you for who you are now, but they can't do the same for me. And it just all goes back to, you have to do this for yourself. You have to stop people pleasing. You have to stop worrying about what other people think about you. You have to stop worrying about the people, and this one was the hardest one for me, about people who cannot get past You being different than who you was before. A lot of times, I feel like the people that do that, the people that make you feel small, even after all this growth, are the ones that are dealing with the most themselves. Like, they have so much unhealed emotion in their heart that it irritates them to see you out here Living your best life, being your best self after everything that you've been through. It's not fair. How are they, and this is what they're saying, how are they, and I've been on both ends of that. I said, how are they doing so well when I see X, Y, Z? But who am I to say anything about that? And when I think about it like that, I think about, okay, if I myself can think it's none of my business. Can't I see that it's none of anyone else's business, right? That I am now healed and they're still focused on who Holly was a year ago. And it's so hard to wrap your brain around because we're out here trying to do our best. But the problem is we shouldn't be out here trying to do our best so that other people see it, right? We need to just be out here growing and healing and doing the best that we can so that we can be the best version or of ourselves for our husbands, spouses, wives, whatever, our kids, for Jesus. We need to just be doing it for, and I, that was out of order, it should be Jesus' spouse and then kids. But um. Anyways, you know, that's what we should be focusing on. Not on social media comparing, is our healing journey better than so-and-so's? Are we doing better than so-and-so right now? Where is she at? Where do I need to be? Guys, there's no timeline. I really thought that by 30 years old, I would have this crap figured out. I didn't think I would still be healing from things at 30, but it's because no one ever taught me how to heal. No one ever told me there's not a healed, duh. There is just healing. There is no set time in your life. Now, is it easier when you figure it out in your 20s and you can go into adulthood and really know who you are? Yes, absolutely. Unfortunately, this is something that we don't talk about. And I don't know why things like this we don't talk about. There are all kinds of things that we deal with internally and all kinds of information that would really just help us as individuals and to help us not feel so alone if we would just talk about it. And that's why I do what I do. Y'all don't understand the amount of kickback I get from telling my stories. Oh my goodness gracious. Everyone thinks that, that I, have, I tell my stories with some kind of agenda, right? I tell you guys the things that I've been through so that you'll feel bad for me. Um, I got accused of posting the things I post on social media for clout. I've gotten accused of trying to get pity from people, from sharing my stories. There, There's all kinds of things that I've been accused of when in reality, listen, the amount of messages that I have received that have said, hey... This episode helped me. Hey, I'm waiting for the next episode because I'm in this terrible season of life. And I'm hoping that you'll have something tangible for me to listen and then go home and put this into play. This podcast is not only an outlet for me to tell my story and to share where I'm at and what I've been through. But it is for those people that soak it in that need to hear it. So I feel like we've talked about all the things. I've shared stories with you guys. I hope that I've shared things that make sense. Everything's just in my head jumbled up. And I have so much passion behind sharing with other people, y'all. I think that helping women is just a calling that God placed on my heart a long time ago. And I really think it started with me teaching those classes at the gym. I know that sounds crazy, but just being able to help women... Feel better about themselves and to motivate women, and then having this podcast and feeling like I'm doing the same thing, Guys, I'm just really passionate about it. And I appreciate you listening to my stories and for giving such amazing feedback. And it just means the world to me. so with with all that being said, listen, what I'm trying to say is we talked about setting boundaries. We talked about, how the healing journey looks. We've talked about so many things in previous episodes, but today we are talking about distancing. We are going to distance ourselves. If you are not ready to cut people out, that is okay. That is okay. That is a very hard thing to do. Do you? There are so many people that I have blocked. <laughs> and if they're not blocked, they're in the graveyard. Y'all already know about this. But there are so many people that are there because I had to set boundaries for myself. And I know that some of those might reconcile. Some of those might never reconcile. It doesn't matter because of where I'm at in my healing journey. If it had not been for this and it hadn't been for sharing these stories and stuff with you guys and it hadn't been for the feedback that I've gotten and the advice that I've gotten, y'all, I would not be where I'm at today. I really thank this group of people who listen and provide feedback. I really do because, Holly, a year and a half ago, some of the things that I've dealt with just as of recent, I know that I would not have been able to handle with grace. And y'all, I'm not perfect. We're going back to healing, not healed, uh, because I still have my moments of freak out. I still have my moments where I say the first thing that pops in the top of my head. I still have my moments where I don't handle things with grace. But as I have distanced myself, From a lot of these people and a lot of these things that were not helping me head up, I've noticed a better me. And I'm sure, I am 110% positive that there are people out there that are probably like, I distanced myself from Holly. Like me, Holly. Not just a Holly. Me, Holly. And I felt less hectic. I felt less chaotic. I felt a little bit better I felt a little more peace and I understand that because like I said there is so there were so many people that had to meet Unhealed Holly and we just have to count that as it is what it is and we have to move forward but that's what I want you to do is to continue to move forward and continue to do things that are serving you and helping you serve God and serve your family and become the person that you were meant to be bae did y'all hear that bae sometimes it comes out (laughs) listen no matter how many times you clean your pretty shoes if you keep walking in mud over and over again you're gonna have the same outcome it's kind of like the definition of insanity right trying something over and over and over again expecting a different outcome and maybe that's not the definition i don't know don't quote me on that but that's how it is with some of these people whether it's family or friends or your job these people that you're surrounding yourself with you're doing the same things multiple times putting yourself in this position so many different times and you're leaving this workplace or this meeting place or this bible study whatever it is and you're feeling defeated and it's because you're just expecting something. You're, you're trying to mold yourself into something. Or you just, you're going to have to learn to distance yourself. And it's really hard. It's really hard. I've learned that setting boundaries is easy. It's easy. It's easy to pull out your notes on your phone and say, I'm not going to text this person anymore. I'm not going to go to this group setting anymore. But actually doing it when that person's texting you or that group is messaging you and saying, hey, where are you at? It is a lot harder to put those boundaries into play. And sometimes you got to tell people, and sometimes you're not ready to tell people that you're setting boundaries. That can come across, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. Setting boundaries and then telling people that you're setting boundaries. That is rough. Listen, I've had people tell me, that they, basically, they didn't say, hey, you're a boundary, and I'm done. I'm never talking to you again. But I've had people text me and be like, I just don't think this is working out. Like, friends and things. Not not guy friends. just Just clear the air. But, hey, this friendship just isn't doing it for me. And then I never hear from them again. I've had people completely cut me off without telling me. And just block me. And never talk to me again. And both hurt just as bad. But... And I didn't understand that years ago. But now I understand. Now I can look back and see, okay, now I could handle it with grace. Now I can understand. I can also have conversations with these people now if they were ever ready and be like, listen, I understand. You had unhealed me and I know you were unhealed you. And together we created chaos. So that's what I look for in friendship now is not that chaos. I don't want that anymore. I don't, I don't want it to be chaotic. I don't want the only thing that we talk about to be other people. I, I want us to be able to have good conversation, good lighthearted conversation. I don't. If we can't have a conversation without bringing someone else down, then me and you were not meant to be together. We, we shouldn't be having a conversation anyways. We should both be talking to people that are going to push us away from doing the things that we don't want to do. So we're going to work on creating distance, okay? And sometimes it's not even with people. Sometimes you've got to create distance with, you know, how often you're on social media. Y'all, I've unfollowed so many folks on Facebook. That unfollow button is my favorite thing. Oh my gosh, it's my favorite thing. Let me tell you why. Because sometimes I feel like unfriending people on Facebook is so aggressive. Like, I do it. People hurt my feelings on there. And I'll do it in a heartbeat. But a lot of times, I don't want to have that conversation. Because so many times, the people that are offensive on Facebook and you unfriend them, they want that, conver- uh, that confrontation. They thrive off of it. They posted what they posted to get a reaction. You unfriending them is a reaction, and now they're like, why did you unfriend me on Facebook? You know why, Brenda. You absolutely know why. Your status was offensive. I didn't like it. I don't appreciate it. And if honestly that's how you feel, I don't want to be friends with you. I don't want to be acquaintances with you, and I don't want to see your crap. But I don't want to have those conversations anymore. Y'all, Holly in her healing phase doesn't want confrontation, and it's because I've never been a good one to handle confrontation like I've never been a good person to be like be able to have a heated conversation and me not get overheated and somebody somebody get hurt you know what I'm saying and that's just that's unfortunate it is what it is though so like and I don't I don't want to get there I don't want to be having a conversation with someone and it be so heated that my heart is racing and I'm ready to throw hands I turn 30 in March and when I tell you if I have to throw hands At 30 or older, I'm going to jail. Because we about to do it. I'm just kidding. Listen, I'm not. I, I refuse. I will pistol whip you before I hit you. I am not. I mean, listen. And not everyone understands that. Because not everyone just... Like, I grew up with just my dad. And he was, you know, he was rough. Like, I was just... I was his son pretty much you know we were racing dirt bikes and all this kind of stuff so i just grew up not a very dainty little girl unfortunately (laughs) and i have got his temper so i have to steer clear of those situations guys i have to distance myself if someone can get my heart racing no distance we're gonna create some distance okay We're going to switch gears because I feel like I've really drilled that into y'all. I feel like you're going to leave here with the word distance. That's what the name of this episode is going to be. I'm getting hungry anyways, but I want to talk to you about kids. I've had so many questions about homeschool y'all and I don't even want to have this conversation. (sighs) If I'm honest, this is one of those times I'm really thinking, Holly, should you put this out there for the world? But I... My goal as a don't, I don't like to the content creator, I don't like the influencer, I don't like those words. Um, we're gonna come up with a different word. I, I'm not, I've not thought of it yet, but we're gonna come up with a different word. But a storyteller, how about that? A story sharer, okay? There we go. I'm not an influencer, I'm a story sharer, 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 that's not easy. We'll figure it out. Um, I'm captain of the SS, okay? but. As someone that does that, I try to be super open with you guys and share lots of intimate details in my life, which sometimes is great when things are going really good, but when things aren't going exactly how I want, it makes it kind of hard. So about a week ago, my oldest daughter said something about going back to school. Now, if you follow me on social media, you might know that she wanted to go back in January. We were fully prepared. I mean, I wasn't, my heart wasn't ready, but she was prepared. I, however, was sick, absolutely sick at my stomach about it. Well, I got her, we got, we found a co-op. My boss changed my schedules around so that I would be off on Fridays. We get her in a co-op. She goes, she makes friends right off the bat. Cause she's literally the sweetest kid in the world. Literally the sweetest kid in the world. And she had so much fun. And she's like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go back. Okay, so fast forward to last week. And she's like, I want to go back to school. What? Excuse me? Where? What school? Do you mean actual school? That's disgusting. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Kind of. Um, So her school, I told y'all about the test scores. Like apparently they didn't do really well. I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Facebook about bullying. And just not good things, y'all. Not good things. So I show her all this. I'm like, you see all this and you you're sure you want to go back? And she's like, yes. Yeah. So I talked to her daddy and Nick is like, I think if she wants to go back, we need to let her. Now, am I sick at my stomach? Absolutely. But not as sick as I was in January, which makes me wonder, is there a shift coming? Did a shift happen between January and now? What is today? February the 6th? What, what changed? I don't know, but I don't feel as sick about it. She started today. She went back to school this morning. I prayed over her multiple times. I feel like I need to pray over her right now while we're talking about it. And I'm anxious to see what she says when she gets home. Um, Y'all, she missed her friends. She missed her teachers. She missed her science class. She missed, she's in the gifted program because she's so smart. She missed all that. And I know what you're thinking. You are the parent. She is little, I mean, she's not little, but she, she, you know what I mean, I'm talking about age, by the way, don't, don't get it twisted, don't twist my words, um, she should not be able to say what she wants to do, but I, I get it, I get it, I get it, however, I don't want her to resent me, I don't want her to resent homeschool, and I want her to know that I do support her decisions, and if she thinks that that is better for her, If she goes back and she genuinely feels like that is a better atmosphere than homeschool for her, then I want to be able to accept that and to be okay with that and be able to have open conversation with her. Now, if she goes back and she they're like way behind what we were doing and there's bullying going on, and she's like it's as crazy as you know that scene on Mean Girls where everybody's like pouncing all over each other once the burn book gets out if she comes home and tells me it's like that I mean that's gonna be a different story okay but this is where we're at and I'm not happy about it but I'm also not that sad about it you know what I mean I just want what's best for her that's what's most important for me now my youngest no desire to ever go back and I think it's because she is very introverted like her daddy She does not like people or going out or anything like that. So, anyways, I'll make that quick. That's all I'm going to say about that. I did go to Dollar Tree today, though, and they had so... Many neat, nifty workbooks, y'all—not like crappy dollar workbooks, like what you would think, but like genuinely good workbooks, better than some of the ones that I've ordered off Amazon. Um, she's learning to read; she is, she knows her letters and her numbers and all that, and we're just having a really good time with it. And we're kind of just picking from different curriculums with her because she is so much younger. She's six years younger than her sister. Um, now, in the next couple of years, if she does decide to stay home, um, you know, we'll, we'll pick a curriculum and stick with it. But right now we're just, we're just having fun with it. She's still enjoying co-op. I have decided, well, I was asked, I didn't decide, but I was voluntold. I'm just kidding y'all. i if y'all are listening to this and you're from the co-op, I'm kidding, kind of, uh, that I needed to help out in her class. And I was so down because I worked at a daycare y'all for like three or four years, And I loved it. Like I got to make lesson plans and everything else. And it was so fun. Um, So my brain automatically went right back to that. And I was like, I got it. You know, Valentine's coming up. We're going to do a little, okay. I said I was done talking about homeschool. Anyways, I also got some new oils and stuff to try from RoCasa. I think that's how you say it. It could be RoCasa. I don't know. Um, So I'm excited about that. We're just becoming a whole hippie out here, y'all. We're really trying. I'm, we're still trying to make sure we don't do red 40 or no dyes but listen i'm not gonna lie we eat processed foods and we go to taco bell occasionally and things like that i think we're just all doing the best that we can i think that's all we can do and if no one has told you no matter if you're just starting homeschool if you don't even want to homeschool if your kids are in school, if you're breastfeeding or bottle feeding, if you use oils or you don't, if you go barefoot or you don't, whatever you're doing, I want to let you know you're doing a good job. And I'm proud of you because it's hard out here. The economy is terrible. We're all kind of struggling a little bit. We're all trying to figure out different ways to make passive income. We're all out here trying to make it. Guys, we're all selling something. Listen, if you're not selling something, you're not, you're not making a living in 2024. We're all whether it's insurance or loans or your own products, we're all out here selling something. So, I hope that you figure out your ways to make your passive income. I hope you make your decisions. I hope you distance yourself from people who are not bringing joy to your life. I hope you distance yourself from people that make you question who you are. I hope you distance yourself from all of the negative things in your life and I hope that you reclaim it and say that this is your year or next year or whenever it doesn't matter I just hope that you make the changes that you want to make and do the things that make you happy so with that being said thank you for being here again hit that follow button give me a like give me a share give me a review if you haven't it's been a while since I've got some reviews I always love reading y'all's reviews um So, unless it's a negative one. And you can just send me a DM on Instagram and my manager will handle that. Uh, Just kidding. Anyways, I hope you ladies have a wonderful day. Until next week, hopefully I will be with Priscilla next week. I know you guys are going to love her. And I will talk to you later, fam.